Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell, and it's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Week six of the high school football season is unfolding as we speak. Weather's a little bit of an issue. Right now, though, the man with as many scores as we can squeeze in is Network Indiana's Eddie Garrison. Thank you, Coach Lovell. Pleasure to be with you and James Adams tonight here in downtown Indianapolis on The Circle. One of my more favorite weeks when I was in high school, homecoming week. A lot of schools celebrating homecoming this week. So let's get to the scores. New Prairie, South Bend Adams, South Bend Adams. Only gets a safety as they lose to New Prairie, 49-2. Perry Central all over Clarksville, 51-30. Penn, they continue their quest for another state championship, 42-3. Final score over Mishawaka. Marion Jasper shuts out Evansville Central, 27-0 was the final score. Bluffton, they shut out Southern Wells, 50-0. Greenwood, Perry Meridian. 31-21, and Perry Meridian comes away with the win. Union City and Union County, 55-14 final score in favor of Union County. Seymour, Brownstown Central, very close game throughout the way. Seymour comes out on top, 28-24. Zionsville, Hamilton Southeastern, one of the more coveted matchups across the high school football landscape tonight. 31-13 final score. HSE with the win over Zionsville. Whiteland Martinsville, the first upset of the night. Martinsville falls to White or Martinsville tops Whiteland, I should say. 35 to 14. Paoli Eastern Green, 48-13. Eastern Green falls to Paoli this evening. Northview, Terre Haute South, Vigo. High scoring affair. Teams combined for 85 points. Terre Haute South tops Northview 48-37. Tipton Northwestern 47-21. Advantage goes to Tipton tonight. Speedway was all over Connorsville 41-7. Final score there in the fourth overtime between Franklin County and Greensburg. 14-6 is the score. Franklin County currently leading Greensburg with the football. North White cast in 33-16 final score. North White with the victory. Mitchell and Madison, they're in the later stages of the fourth quarter. Madison ahead of Mitchell, 30-6. Gibson Southern Heritage Hills, they're in the third quarter. Gibson Southern up by 11 on Heritage Hills, 18-7. Final score from Yorktown, Shelbyville, and Yorktown. A shutout by Yorktown. 42 to nothing was the final score there. Centerville Northeastern, 39-12 in favor of Northeastern tonight. 52 to 6 was the final score between Traders Point Christian and Tri-County. Traders Point Christian with the win tonight in week number six of high school football. Fishers and Avon 21-17, and Fishers just edges out the Orioles tonight. Clinton Prairie and Delphi Community. Delphi Community with the win, 46-28. to Webell, Western Boone all over Frankfurt tonight, 56-6 to the final. Lafayette Jeff falls to Harrison by a touchdown, 34 34- to 27, and we have a very close game in the fourth quarter. Homestead and Fort Wayne Northside, 49-48. That's in the final stages of the final quarter. Shenandoah and Hagerstown are in the fourth quarter. Shenandoah ahead, 36 to eight. Warren Central is all over Pike tonight. That's in the fourth quarter. Has not gone final yet, but Warren Central is up 49 to 14. Mishawaka and Warsaw 43-19 final score there with Mishawaka picking up the win tonight. Another upset 
Mooresville Franklin community. And the Grizzly Cubs defeat the Pioneers 28-21. Lebanon and Tri-West 21-14. Lebanon beats Tri-West by a touchdown. South Putnam defeats West Vigo tonight by 32. 40-8 was the final score there. Southwood Manchester 55-22. Southwood picks up a win tonight. Week number six of high school football. Lawrenceburg shuts out Batesville 37-0. And Newcastle defeats Delta 17-12. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Welcome back, everybody. Great job, Eddie Garrison, on the scores. That top of the our scoreboard update, folks, is hard. You work, Let me tell you, you worked to do what he did. That's great work. Way to go, Eddie. All right, week six of high school football. Triton Central is number six and two eight tonight. They beat Cardinal Ritter in Indianapolis 58-15. Tim Abel joins me. Coach, congratulations on an impressive win tonight. Well, it was a performance that we were wanting to get, and uh, we got got it going early and finished it up strong. You're playing well now. I mean, you, you, don't you think? I mean, this is – look, I know Ritter is, is having their – they're struggling a little bit, but your kids are pretty focused coming off the bus and getting ready to play. Yeah, we we built a lot of momentum the last three weeks, and we're going to need all of that next week when we play Cecina uh, at their place. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll talk about that later. But no, you're 100 percent right. So, uh, who gets you going? Who who makes makes things happen for you tonight? Well, our three uh, key cogs on the offensive side did a fine job again tonight. That obviously starts with Ray Crawford. He had two touchdowns and got over 100 yards, 10 yards of carry. Uh, Jay Stuckey threw for 315 yards with three TDs, and uh, our wide receiver Brad Schultz set a school record. Uh, with 238 receiving yards and three TDs. So um, he was leading Indianapolis there. I imagine he would still be that way. So it's a good mm-hmm. night. Uh, we finished playing the varsity kids in the first half where it was 51 to nothing. And in second half, we played our twos and threes. So really proud of our second half. Our young kids came in and played well. Well, you know what? You're getting some uh, great performances from a lot of guys, a lot of guys getting playing time. The night like tonight is a huge night. It's an important night for you. You know, big rival game. You know a lot about them. They know a lot about you. So you, you have to be pretty pleased with how it went, Tim. Yeah, and I want to compliment our defense again. Our defense has been outstanding all year, and they shut them out the first half. And, and obviously when you get your twos in and they still have their ones in, mm-hmm. it's, it's real different. But uh, just just proud of how we started and finished the game. And uh, uh, we're classy and we had great sportsmanship. You know, uh, Ritter's having a tough luck at this time of the season. Right. And uh, just proud how our kids handled it all. He's Tim Abel. He's the head coach of Triton Central, the number six and two eight tonight. They beat Cardinal Ritter of Indianapolis 58-15. Tim, thanks for the call. Good luck next week. Thanks, Bob. Thank you. Keith joins me, the head Walker. The Cavemen, number two and five eight tonight, beating Warsaw forty three nineteen. Coach, thanks so much for the call. I know it's for you. It's an emotional game playing for your high school, co- playing against your high school coach Barton Curtis. But congratulations on a great win for you and your kids. Yeah, thanks. Uh, you know, really uh, all around great game for our program. Uh, got off to a good start. Our defense played fantastic. Um, really just uh, it, it's a hard place to play at Warsaw. Just thought we handled handled the, the atmosphere. We handled the week of practice really well and proud to get a get a big win against a great conference opponent. 
you're playing awfully well, obviously ranked number two for a reason. But but I just I think one of the things that's impressive about what you've done is you play a good schedule. You, your kids seem to be getting better and better every week. Yeah, you know, we we have we've overcome some injuries uh, over the course of the past two, three weeks. We we entered tonight about as healthy as we've been all year. And I think that that showed in the in the final score. I think they were missing some people. But, uh, you know, I, I think we're we're starting to play good football and so that's what you want to be playing when you start to head into October so we got another big challenge coming up next week against Northwood uh, who's also undefeated Uh, so it's going to be it's going to be a good conference contest tell me who plays well for you tonight let's brag on some of these guys well I mean our entire defense um, played incredible Uh, the triple option is really hard to defend got a lot of a lot of crucial stops. I think we turned them over five times tonight. Um, and, and a lot of those were forced by good tackling by us. And then, you know, offensively, we were just really efficient. We, we put it on the ground a couple times ourselves. But, you know, uh, to single anybody out would be to take away from the fact that I think this was a great team win. Got it. Who's up next? Northwood. We got Northwood uh, next week. They're undefeated. Um, oh, yeah. Really good yeah. football team. Great, right. great program. It's our senior night, so uh, it's going to be a great atmosphere. You should make the drive up and do it remotely. Do your show remotely. <laughs> Coach, if I, you know what? If I could, I, I would absolutely do it. Um, Let me ask you this. Have you ever seen a game at Steel Stadium? No, I have not. No, it's a bucket I, list. I haven't. It's a bucket list. You got to um, do it. It is now. Uh, <laughs> I, I appreciate it. Um, All right. I still have a lot of time left to, to do it. Uh, I, I feel great. So uh, is, it's intriguing. Keith Kinder, I appreciate your time. Congratulations you. on the win over Warsaw. Mishawaka, number two in 5A, 43-19 winners over Warsaw. So... Tonight's player with heart brought to you by Bex Hybrids at Bex. They are and will remain farmers at heart. Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. High school football tonight. Martinsville beats 5A number one um, Whiteland 35-21 Martinsville's Brian Duggar joins me. Coach, thanks so much for your time. Congratulations on a great win tonight. Hey, thanks, Bob. Uh, just great environment tonight. Crowds were awesome. Whiteland brought a phenomenal crowd. Our, we had a great crowd, um, and our kids played their butt off tonight. Well, I think you had to to beat number one um, because they're uh, number one for a reason. They're, they're a good football You're a good football team, but you had to play hard. Yeah, like that, that. They're not a good football team. They're a great football team. Coach Fisher is a phenomenal coach. Uh, that offense is no joke to go against. Uh, our defense, they did a great job of, of playing assignment football tonight and doing their job and uh, putting Whiteland in some bad spots where our pass rush could get after them and kind of make them do some things that, that they don't really want to do, throw the ball as much as they have to. But, um, you know, our offense, again, I think I don't think we punted tonight at all. Um, we had, had two turnovers in the red zone, so we got to clean that up. But overall, mm-hmm. that, that's a great Whiteland team, and, and our kids came out and, you know, we played really good football tonight. So was the weather a factor? 
No, not really. Uh, uh, Tyler Atkins went 19 of 24 tonight for 220 yeah. yards and two touchdowns. Um, so it didn't really uh, play too much of a factor. In the, uh, the, it didn't rain too hard for us down here in Martinsville. Uh, but the big, the big thing for us is, you know, that Whiteland defense is really good, and we were able to get our run game going. Braden Schrake finished uh, with 175 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, so that kind of allowed us to be multiple and do multiple things. Uh, so, you know, just it, it was a fun night offensively for us. Well, yeah, fun night. I, I know that you, you win 35-21, but you, you talked about uh, your defensive effort in, in stopping uh, this Whiteland offense has been pretty powerful to this point. And so, you know, great balance gives you a good opportunity to win the game tonight. Yeah, and I, and I think our uh, you know our offense really helped our defense. Uh, we 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 possessed the ball quite a bit tonight, um, which allowed them to kind of you know take on some of those long drives by Whiteland. And uh, again, I can't say enough about our defense. They they played they played lights out. Uh, you know, we kept talking about just all week long. Do your job. Don't try and do someone else's job. Maintain your gap and. Uh, if they if they'd run the ball to you, <laughs> make the tackle. But uh, they did their job, and uh, you know that's why uh, that's why we came out victorious tonight, big time, because of our defense. All right, who are you playing next week? We got uh, Perry Meridian. I believe they got a, a win tonight over Greenwood. Yeah, they did. Um, yep. We're, we're going to have to. Uh, I mean, that's uh, Coach Cooper's done a great job there. Uh, totally changed that culture there at Perry Meridian, and uh, they're going to come out. They, they gave Whiteland a great run last week for for a half or, or a little bit into the second half, and um, you know they're they're not going to. It's not going to be a letdown. Uh, they're going to come ready to uh, play, and we're going to have to make sure we don't have a letdown. Excuse me. Martinsville, 35-21 winners over number one in 5A, Whiteland. Brian Duggar, congratulations again. Thanks so much for the call, and good luck next week. Hey, thanks, Coach. Again, like always, appreciate all you do. You're very, you're very kind. Thank you so much. Have a good night. South Putnam beating West Vigo tonight 40-8. to Chuck Sorrell joins me. They are number eight in single A. Coach, congratulations on a great win again for your kids. Yeah, thanks very much. You know, we we come out of the gate and they run that triple option and, and we scored on them pretty quick and then they come right back down and scored and went up 8-7 to seven on us. But, you know, after that, our, our senior defensive line really buckled down and played their gaps and, and played the responsibility, and, and we held them to uh, no more no more scores after that. And, and we got our offense rolling and rushed for about 300 yards and, and you know, about 100 yards throwing the ball in the rain. So we'll take that. Mm-hmm. I think I would, too. Now, you're not the first coach tonight who's called me and talked about having to play assignment football uh, against a, a, a solid ground game. And, you know, it takes a little discipline, takes a lot of concentration on the part of your kids to be able to do that. So I know you're proud of how they approached it. I am. Caleb Owens, um, um, Kyle Glasson, and Ethan Harcourt played really well. You know, they got their hands. We talked all week about getting their hands on their keys and, and just closing down. And we ended up getting quite a few tackles for loss in, in, in the second, third, and fourth quarter. And it just, you know, when you dominate that side of the ball against that kind of offense, it helps helps a lot. So, And then, you know, yeah, on the does. offensive side. On the offensive side, Luke Switzer and, and Peyton Crickmore combined for, you know, around 300 yards rushing. So, you know, when you get in that ground and pound game, when the, when the rain starts coming down, that's what you got to have. So, You're playing awfully well right now, Coach, don't you think? I mean, your team really is playing very well at this point. I mean, number eight for a reason in single A. We 
are, you know, and tonight, you know, the good part about it is, is, is we made mistakes that we can fix tomorrow on film and get better next week. You know, just little things, you know, getting, getting hands outside the uh, outside and getting holding calls and, you know, just little things, but you and miss the extra point or two, but we'll fix those things. They're fixable in practice, but you know, we, we talk each and every week about just keep doing the little things better. And, and, you know, it'll all come together because we finish our year with a really good Heritage Christian team and then the number one team in two-way Linton before we get in the tournament. So we've got to keep getting better. And, and you know, I, I think we are. And I, I think we're close to a top-five team in 1A, but we got to continue to, to get better on in all phases of the game. So, Chuck Sorrell, the head coach at South Putnam, number eight in single A, 40-8 to eight winners over West Vigo. Chuck, thanks for the call. Good luck next week. Thank you. Go Eagles. Jason Simmons joins me from Ben Davis. The Giants beat Lawrence North 34-28 tonight. Coach, thanks so much for taking time to call me, and congratulations on a big win. Uh, Coach, I appreciate it. It's, uh, you know, anytime you can get a big win, you, you got to take it. Uh, we did not, certainly didn't play our best football tonight, but uh, we made enough plays at the end to, to come up, come out on top. So, uh, you know, I'm I'm down here in Franklin, so I don't know what the weather is. So was it a factor tonight? No, it wasn't. Uh, it, it's a light mist. Uh, didn't right. really seem to impact either team. Um, and we felt like we played well defensively, minus mm-hmm. three plays in the first half. Uh, the second half, we we were we were a, deep, a different defensive group, and uh, we we got to get that tightened up if right. we're going to continue to to have a chance to stay in first place in the conference like we are right now, and uh, and compete with the best teams in six A in the state of Indiana. Well, you play a schedule, I know that. So tonight, who played well for you? You know, Cam Davenport, week in week out, coach. He's been an interior defensive line presence for us, and. He, he, he's an absolute difference maker. You know, he's he, not only is he a great football player, he's a 4.6 GPA kid, and week in and week out, he's played on both sides of the line, line, line of scrimmage force, and uh, he's done an outstanding job. Uh, Elijah Price and Destin Beecham, two running backs for us, uh, took times lining up in the slot and in the backfield. Both of them uh-huh. have really good nights for us. And then um, Marcus Reese, I think, had another 100-yard game for us outside. So he, uh, you know, he, he's, he's certainly uh, certainly a difference maker with our offense. Well, that's a big win. Uh, it's it's tough to win games in your league. I, I know that. And so, uh, back to the grind on Monday. But uh, at least tonight, you've got to be real thrilled with how your kids played. Well, we we got out of there with a win. I, I wouldn't say I'm thrilled, but uh, we certainly left plenty on the table to get better at starting tomorrow. He's Jason Simmons. He's the head football coach at Ben Davis High School. The Giants are number five and six A. They beat Lawrence North tonight, thirty-four twenty-eight. Jason, thanks so much for the call. Best of luck to you and your guys next week. Coach, I appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Appreciate all you do. I appreciate the kind words, and um, I always have great weekends because I get a chance to do Indiana Sports Talk, talk to coaches and media members, and have fun. Um, I get paid to talk about ball. I mean, how how much better can life be? Coming up, we're going to talk to Kurt Darling from the ISC Network. He has the Cascade win over North Putnam. Also, a lot more football on week number six. We encourage you continue to send uh, pictures, scores, video, what what you have at IND Sports Talk hashtag IST. And also, please join us tomorrow night. 
our Saturday night edition of Indiana Sports Talk, heavily concentrated on uh, college football. So we have some games to talk about. Plus, we'll talk a little Colts and Chiefs, that matchup coming up Sunday. Stay with us. Scoreboard update with the one and only Eddie Garrison on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. With this Indiana Sports Talk scoreboard updates, I'm Eddie Garrison. Week 6 of the high school football season. Keep those scores rolling in. At IND Sports Talk on Twitter, just got a video from Tony Donahue on the final play on how Heritage Christian defeated Covenant Christian. It was a strip sack fumble by Heritage Christian with the game tied. Covenant Christian was going for the win, and they scoop and score and score 20 consecutive points in the fourth quarter to come back and win tonight. Other final scores, West Noble over Garrett, 40-14. to Bloomington South all over Southport, 44-7 was the final score. Newcastle just edges out Delta, 17-12 was the final score. Lafayette Jeff falls to Harrison by a touchdown, 34-27. Shenandoah, they defeat Hagerstown, 36-8. Weebo all over Frankfurt, 56-6 was the final score. Fishers in Avon, and Fishers avoids the upset by topping the Orioles, 21 to 17 tri-county and traders point christian 52 to 6 final score traders point christian with the big win tonight northwood shuts out plymouth 48 to nothing yorktown shuts out shelbyville 42 to 0 north white and cast in 33 16 was the final score with north whites the 17 point victory Milan just edges out eastern hancock 36 35 the final score Fort Wayne Dwinger over Fort Wayne Concordia, 41 to 12. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. We're glad you could join us tonight. High school football tonight. Westfield at number one, Brownsburg. Brownsburg, 31-14 winners. Jake Gilbert, the head coach of Westfield, joins me. Coach, thank you so much for the call. A tough night for you and your kids against a very good Brownsburg team. Yeah, they're excellent. I think, you know, we've battled these guys for years and a lot of close games, but I think this is maybe their most complete team. They're pretty good. Got some playmakers, don't they, offensively? They they have some really talented kids. Yeah, I just think Jaden Whitaker has just taken such a step from last year to this year. And he's just, you know, he makes good decisions. He throws a good ball, obviously, but he runs at the right time. He leads. He, he's been tremendous. So I think really the improvement of their quarterback is the story there. So excellent team, great coaches. That's it. An awesome staff. That's why they win so much. But, um, yeah, Brownsburg will be a good, good formidable foe for somebody in the tournament. They put pressure on you uh, because, the, you know, they, they have the quick strike capability, and um, they also have playmakers on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. We certainly struggled to block them. We couldn't really run the ball tonight. But our kids followed us 14 to seven at halftime. We uh, we were right there and right in it for a long time. It didn't really get out of hand until the fourth quarter. So I thought our guys played really gutsy and uh, went toe to toe with them. We forced a couple turnovers and really uh, fought hard. We just couldn't quite get the running game going, and you know that kind of played into their hands. They were able to to play some man under too deep and still get pressure and things like that. They were just really good up front defensively. We struggled because of that, but I do think our guys played 
definitely hard and gutsy and was really proud of the character of our football team. They were just better than us tonight for sure. Brownsburg defeating Westfield tonight, 31-14. Brownsburg number one in 6A. Jake Gilbert, I appreciate the call. Jake, good luck next week. Thanks, Coach. Bye-bye. Thank you. Kurt Darling joins us from the ISC Network. Cascade over North Putnam, 40-21. to Kurt, thanks so much for the call. It's an impressive win for the cadets tonight. Yeah, Coach, homecoming night uh, down there in Clayton, Indiana, there in southwest Hendricks County. Uh, yeah, uh, homecoming, but also a come-from-behind win tonight for the cadets. Um, it was uh, it looked kind of ugly early on for Cascade. Uh, North Putnam marched all the way down the field. They could have put a 7 nothing score up early off of their opening drive. Uh, Noah Claycomb had a really big run on that drive to get things going for them. But Cascade able to get things going in the second quarter. Liam Farmer, who is the fifth top, uh, fifth uh, leading rusher in the state, uh, regardless of class, you know, he had a heck of a night tonight. Uh, he, he scored what would be the first of three touchdowns on the night. He'd have to knock things back up. But then North Putnam comes back down. They have a big touchdown pass from Christian Kramer to Miles Bryan for 10 yards. So that makes it 14-6 to midway through the second quarter. But then Cascade has some excellent clock management down the stretch going in to the latter half of the second quarter. They have Farmer hits his second touchdown of the night, making it a 14-12 game. But then after that, Cascade is able to get the ball back, drive down with a with 90 seconds left to go in the second quarter. And Devin Weigel gets a big 34-yard touchdown grab from freshman quarterback Brady Tre- Trebley. And so that makes it a 20-14 game at halftime for Cascade. But then Cascade really pours it on. They run down the clock in the third quarter they get another touchdown on the board and then they end up scoring two more touchdowns after that so by the late in the fourth quarter they had scored 26 unanswered points and then new pal gets a no, rather a new uh North Putnam gets a touchdown late in the game to make it 40-21. to 21. But, man, it was a heck of a night running the ball tonight for Cascade and just a solid win. They get the 500 on the season. Kurt Darling from the ISC Network, great call on the uh, Cascade 40-21 to 21 win over North Putnam. Thank you, Kurt. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Coach. Stay safe. Greg Rakestraw from the ISC Network joins us the best at what he does he has the ben davis win over lawrence uh central excuse me lawrence north tonight 34 28 greg very impressive win for ben davis tonight yeah bob it's one of those games you can feel good about both teams in terms of how they play you know ben davis runs their record to four and two now three and oh in league play they join lawrence central atop the mixed standings with a couple of league games left to go for both teams, with three weeks left to go in the season. Uh, both teams scored in their opening drive of the game. Ben Davis took it 68 yards. Lawrence North took it 78 yards. Then neither team would score again until Ben Davis scored with nine seconds left to go before halftime to make it 14-7. Ben Davis would score, ben Davis would score twice in the first three minutes and 40 seconds of the third quarter to make it 28-7 to and thought, all right, maybe the route is on. Oh, no, Lawrence North would get it back to 28-21 on the first play of the fourth quarter. It was back and forth the entire game. It really wasn't decided until Montez Jones was sacked for Lawrence North uh, on fourth and 22 with about a minute 45 left to go, and Ellen was out of timeouts. This game was finally securely in the win column for the Ben Davis Giants. 
Fun game to watch, fun game to broadcast, it sounds like. It was, and it's the second week in a row we have had Ben Davis, and it's the third time we have had them in total. It's the second time we have seen them with Thomas Gotkowski, their junior quarterback, and he makes a world of difference. He's a young man that was in the Brownsburg system, transferred at the beginning of the last school year, had to sit out uh, for one game to get that 365-day rule, albeit against Brownsburg back in week number one. Gotkowski is the guy that makes the offense click. Uh, for a second week in a row, he finds Marcus Reese for a pair of touchdown passes. Gotkowski would finish with 262 yards passing, Three touchdowns, one interception. Uh, Elijah Price, the sophomore tailback uh, for Ben Davis, goes over 100 yards rushing. He had a touchdown as well. I was impressed by Lawrence North, too. You know, they're 2-4. and four. They're a better team, that record indicate. And Ali Richardson, who's a three-year starter for him at tailback, is just so much fun to watch. He had over 130 yards rushing in tonight's game. I know that Pat Mallory isn't feeling about good about the result mm-hmm. for Lawrence North, but I think he feels good about the way his football team competed and knowing that you're trying to, you know, round into form with the postseason not too far away. I think he can feel good about the direction his Wildcat football team is heading. Greg Ragstraw from the ISC Network on the call of Ben Davis's 34-28 win over Lawrence North. Greg will join us tomorrow night. We'll talk a little Colts football. He is the best at what he does. Greg, thanks. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. Thanks, Coach. Andrew Smith from Crosscom Communications, the New Palestine Network, New Pal number one and 4A beating number 10, Greenfield Central 42-7 to tonight. Andrew, thanks so much for the call tonight. Another impressive win for the Dragons tonight. Yeah, the Dragons now 6-0 and on the season, and this is their fourth win over a ranked team. And yeah, give kudos to Greenfield Central. They have been in the top 10, I think, for the first time in 20 years, if not longer, uh, coming into the uh, game ranked number 10 in Class 4A. And they want to slow the game down, run their wishbone attack, and have long possessions. And it worked for a quarter. It was scoreless through the first quarter. Both teams trading some punts, but New Palestine got its offense going. Uh, Grayson Thomas, a 31-yard touchdown run in the first play of the second quarter, and then it was the Danny Tippett show. Uh, New Palestine's senior quarterback was 20 of 26 tonight, 214 yards, tied a school record with five touchdowns tonight, two to Blaine Nunnally, one to Kyler Kropp, one to Ty Mitchell, and one to the freshman Cameron Rollison, who had his first career catch uh, that goes for six. So uh, just a really workmanlike effort uh, for New Palestine offensively and defensively. They held a, what's been a very good Greenfield central attack. It's been gaining about 350, 400 yards a game on the ground, held them to 166 yards tonight. Dragons now 6-0 and headed to Shelbyville next week. Andrew, thank you so much. Very well done. Andrew Smith from the uh, New Pal Network. 42 to 7 winners over Greenfield Central, New Pal number one in 4A. Thanks, Andrew. Have a great weekend. Thanks, you too, Coach. Thank you very much. Coming up, more high school football from week number six. A lot, a lot more football to talk about. Scoreboard update coming up with Eddie Garrison. I'm Bob Lovell, and this is Indiana Sports Talk. With this Indiana Sports Talk scoreboard update. I'm Eddie Garrison. Week number six of the high school football season. One of the more fun weeks for a high schooler. Homecoming week across the states. 
Some final scores. One big upset tonight, Martinsville. They defeated Whiteland tonight, 35-14. Good win for the Artesians. Paoli, Eastern Green, 48-13 was the final score. Paoli with the win. Hamilton, Southeastern, and Zionsville. The scores mirror each other. Hamilton Southeastern 31, Zionsville 13 tonight. Seymour just edges out Brownstown Central. They score four touchdowns offensively, and they win 28 to 24. Greenwood Perry Meridian. Falcons pick up a win over the Woodmen 31 to 21. Bluffton, they hang up half a century, and they shut out Southern Wells 50 to zero. Win goes to Bluffton. Jasper shuts out. Evansville Central 27 to 0. Mountain Vernon defeats Pendleton Heights 46 to 14. Penn, Nate Clobber, Mishawaka Marion 42 to 3 was the final score. Perry Central defeats Clarksville 51 to 30. Hamilton Heights shuts out Twin Lakes 43 to nothing. Laville by an extra point over Knox tonight 21 to 20. Franklin Central picks up a win over Noblesville 21 to 7. Providence, Holy Cross. Holy Cross picks up a win over Providence, 23-21. Merrillville over Laporte, 41-3. And they're in the final stages of the fourth quarter. Michigan City, 31. Lake Central, 27. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Eddie Garrison, tell me, uh, give me the the update on the important game of the night, Decatur Central and Plainfield. Ah, you're going to make me do it, huh? Yeah. You know the score, don't you? Is that why you're making me do this? No, no. Actually, I don't. I've been a little busy here tonight. Okay. I've well, got, got a couple. My Quakes, it sounds like my Quakes must have won. They did. Uh, I'm pulling up the final score now, 34-32 in overtime. Those are my guys. Those. <laughs> you know what? Uh, uh, they, they're, they are they're struggling. And... Um, your guys are, you know, not having the year they expected, but they're still they're good. To, those are two pretty good teams getting better. I just just love it, slugging it out, going overtime. Back in the day, we didn't have overtime. So yeah, there you go. So you, uh, there's some, you know, the big upset we've talked about, uh, but with Martinsville and uh, beating Whiteland. I mean, number number one going down. Any other games that struck you, uh, your, your interest at, that you. Because you're you're busy, you gotta you gotta roll them off and get them in there as quickly as possible. Yeah. But you don't have a chance to digest some of these scores, do you? Not really. Uh, the one that I can remember off the top of my head, I know Avon's been struggling the past couple of seasons in football, uh, but you know Fisher's just able to beat them twenty-one seventeen tonight. But I think that speaks about the program of Avon. They're kind of starting to trend in the right direction, right? Uh, so to speak, when you're able to play one of the top teams in the state very close throughout the entire of the game tonight. Thank you very much. Brendan King joins me. He has the call tonight. Uh, Franklin Central's 21-7 win over Noblesville. Brendan King, can you call me tomorrow night and brag about your South Bend Cubs? Coach, I want up you. I'm working with you tomorrow night. I'm doing updates. So how about that? Oh, how lucky can one guy get in, in one night? I mean, oh, my. I'm actually I'm excited about that. But tonight I want you I want here. Tell me about this. <laughs> game between Franklin Central and Noblesville. Yeah, Coach, I, I guess first of all, I apologize if my voice is a little bit raspy because 72 hours of doing what we did plus four quarters of football doesn't really <laughs> right. do too well for the throw. But, um, you, you know, it's a good ball game, Coach. 21-7, each team came in at 2-3 and three and a much-needed win 
out of the HCC for Franklin Central when you take a look at the rest of their schedule, and especially at the sectional that Franklin Central is in. You know, they're going to need to rack up as many wins and as well gain as much confidence as possible because it's likely if they continue the road that they're on, they're going to see Center Grove in the sectional. And, you know, that's got to be task number one for uh, Coach Jason West. But it was a lockdown performance coach by the Franklin Central defense. The only touchdown of the game that Noblesville scored was on a kick return. It came at the mm-hmm. back end of the first half. Other than that, I think Franklin Central scouted Noblesville extremely well. They're a run-heavy offense with a freshman quarterback, and they made life tough on the freshman Landon Hughes. And then offensively for the Flashes, remember the name Braylon Gerard. He came into tonight with only a touchdown on the year. He scored three times tonight. He was all the offense for Franklin Central. That included a 50-yard touchdown in the first half, second quarter, and uh, Gerard was excellent. So he put his fingerprint on the game, and as did the Franklin Central defense. Okay, so you had fun. It, was, it sounded like a fun game to do tonight. It was a fun game to do, and I've heard you ask a few people whether it impacted anything. Kind of the right. same answer in uh, on the northeast side of Indianapolis. There was just a little miss. There were some umbrellas that came out on Noblesville homecoming, but other than that, not much to speak of. There was some heavier rain that came down at halftime, and there was a little slippage uh, to start mm. the third quarter, but that. Then it stopped raining and things went fine. But, uh, no, big win for Franklin Central. They're 3-3, three and three and, um, again, it's one that they can use when you consider what they're going to have up against them in November. Brendan King on the call. Franklin Central's win over Noblesville 21-7. He'll be with us tomorrow night doing scoreboard updates, and we'll get the full rundown of the South Bend Cubs championship win and all the postgame celebrations. That's tomorrow night. Brendan, thanks. Have a great night. Thanks, Coach. See you tomorrow. Coming up, one more scoreboard update with Eddie Garrison, and then we'll talk more high school football. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Glad you could join us. One of our favorites joins us from the from Indiana SRN. Tony Donahue on the call of Heritage Christians. 34-28 win over Covenant Christian tonight. Tony, thanks for the call, brother. Thanks for having me. Yeah, uh, I could probably call games for the rest of my life, and it'll be hard to top the, the, the game and the finish tonight. It was all Covenant Christian first half. Okay. They, scored, they scored on two plays to start the game. They had a 28-14 to 14 lead, spoiling Heritage Christian's homecoming. And then Heritage Christian, Kyle Ray and the guys, their defense made adjustments. The rain played a little bit of havoc, a couple fumbles. Um, but they score in the, in the second half 20 unanswered points, including on the final play of the game, Covenant Christian from the 40-yard line lines up for the Hail Mary. Uh, the quarterback... Tony Flat scrambles, gets sacked, fumbles the ball. Colin Taylor picks it up from the 50, scoop and score, walk-off touchdown, 34-28 final. Um, couldn't have asked for a, a more exciting game and couldn't have, could never wow. ask for a better than what we just had. Just the way they drew it up. <laughs> man, yeah. oh, man. In that in that fourth quarter, it was both you know when it got tied twenty eight, both teams had opportunities to to drive and and get the win, and it was like no, you go ahead and do it, no, you go ahead and do it. It kind of went back and forth. Um, really, the momentum of this game shifted in the fourth quarter when Covenant Christian had the football, went to punt it, it was blocked, it was picked up at the 
10-yard line by Heritage Christian and then fumbled back the Covenant. However, the rule in the IHSA is as soon as the punt is blocked, whoever touches it next, the ball is mm-hmm. down. That gave the ball to Heritage Christian. They go in on the next play from 10 yards out on a touchdown scramble from Kyle Antoine. They cut it to seven. They then drive down again to tie it at 28-all. And then on the last play of the game, the scoop and score, strip sack, touchdown. Uh, just an exciting wow. finish, an exciting game. Kudos to both teams who, who, who played their hearts out all night. Both teams ranked number 11 in their respective uh, classes. What what a matchup tonight. Tony Donahue, Indiana SRN, Heritage Christian, 34, 28 winners over Covenant Christian. Tony, it's always great to talk to you. Thanks so much for the call. Have a great weekend. Appreciate it, Bob. Talk to you next week. I hope so. I hope so. Absolutely. There you go. Scoop and score for the winner. <laughs> Coming up, much more football. Uh, don't forget to join us tomorrow on Indiana Sports Talk, Saturday night edition, primarily college football. Football tomorrow. Great games around the uh, state, around the country. Notre Dame at North Carolina at 3.30. Florida Atlantic at Purdue. That's a night game. Uh, at Ross-Aid, IU uh, at Cincinnati at 3.30, Ball State at Georgia Southern at 6, Indiana State's off, Butler's off. A lot of teams have a bye week coming up tomorrow. Top of the hour scoreboard update coming up and then much more football on the legendary Indiana Sports Talk.